Well, hello, and welcome to Watch What Crap Ends, the podcast for all that crap we love to talk about on the Obrovs. I'm Ronnie. Hi, everybody. Welcome, Ben. Welcome, Ben. Hi. How Hi, are you? Ben. I'm broadcasting from an angelic cloud today. <laughs> you sure are. You just died <laughs> and went to heaven. It was that <laughs> Melissa Etheridge performance that just sent you there. It sent me right there. I said, God, have a fucking Ricola, Melissa Etheridge. Jesus Christ. Stop (laughs) breathing out of, what are you smoking tailpipes of cars? Is that it? Is that the uh, is that the instruction she puts on Postmates? Come to my window. Just gets all the burritos through the window. (laughs) I'll be home soon. That's the lyric, right? Come to my window. I'll be home soon. What the fuck? I'm supposed to wait at the driveway. You did the driveway. (laughs) <laughs> You're yeah. about to come home. It just Why should they weird. go to the window? <laughs> like, what if somebody's at my house and they're just like, somebody's at your window, you know? Yeah, exactly. My window, I'll be home it's soon. How about you fucking open the door for me and stop being ashamed of me, Melissa Etheridge? Yeah, how about you invite me in like a human being, okay? Yeah. Come to my window. What are you talking? You're talking to a squirrel? Come on now. What am I, homeless or toothless, <laughs> Melissa Etheridge? <laughs> <laughs> Everybody, welcome. Uh, this is a Crappens on Demand day, so we're on video. So if you want those yeah. videos to see these gorgeous faces, um, just go to patreon.com slash watch what crappens. That's also where you'll find our videos. I mean, our bonus episodes. This week, we're going to be doing either a trailer park or a trailer <laughs> recap of girls Girlfriends and real girlfriends. What's wrong with me? It's real girlfriends. It's not just girlfriends. They're real girlfriends in Paris. Oh, got to get that branding. Um, Yeah, yeah. Real girlfriends of Paris. Um, In Paris. Whatever. (laughs) I really don't care. Okay. I haven't even made it through this opening. I doubt I'm even going to make it through that trailer. But we might be doing that, or we might be doing Teresa's wedding video. We haven't decided yet. It's whatever. Whatever we can download more easily. But that'll be up tomorrow. Thank you for being here, and thank you for joining us on Take a Seat. That's our live Spotify show on Mondays. That's gotten really busy. It's been very Yeah, fun. we had a lot of people. We had, like, what, like 800 people or something like that the other night? Yeah, it was 900? I don't know. So um, thanks for coming. That's every Monday night, 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern. Oh, yay! We'll be there this week again. And now, Wait, guys, and one last thing, a very important reminder for people who did not hear it earlier in the week. This Monday marks the grand return of Winter is Crappening. It's our Game of Thrones podcast. Um, you can catch the new episodes here on this feed, the Crappens feed, or there's a separate Winter is Crappening feed that you can just subscribe to. It's going to be the same content, whatever's easiest for you. And uh, we are covering the new HBO Max series slash spinoff, um, House of the Dragon. So we're going to start with a trailer preview as our first episode Next week, and then the week after that is the premiere. So, um, you know, get yourself excited for all yeah, of that. Yeah, and those of you who are like, this isn't Bravo, we know it's not Bravo, okay? But it's yeah. all blonde people, so just pretend it's Orange fucking County, okay? They're just as vapid, for crying out loud. Yeah. So today is Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. What an episode. Wow, what a car crash of an episode. Um, wow. Wow. This, also, this episode had everything. Melissa Etheridge. A crazy charity. 
just those two things. That was enough. Asher singing a song. Everything. Asher, Lisa Rinna, just going off literally for no reason. I mean, grasping mm-hmm. it, just grasping at straws at this point, Lisa Rinna. Someone said, Lisa Rinna, you have to come to work at some point in the season or you're going to get fired. You have to do something. And she's like, mm-hmm. okay, I'll just yell about something, bitch. It's like, okay, well, Lisa, you have to have something to yell about, okay? Yeah. Oh, it also had Kathy Hilton. And by the way, did you see that clip of Kathy Hilton on Watch What Happens Live afterwards? I did not, but I sure heard about it. <laughs> For those of you who missed it, uh, there was like a game where it was like uh, Andy would put up a famous person on screen. And I was like, Kathy, do you know who this person is? So he put up a picture of Lizzo and Kathy goes, um, precious. <laughs> And everyone in the studio just like everyone was just like covering their eyes, and she's like, "What? No, that's what I call her. I I say that she's precious. I say she's a precious person." Right, Kathy. Right. Yeah. What an idiot, <laughs> Kathy Dumby. Listen, you're about two weeks away from your story of like Kathy Hilton's a racist homophobe, and this is how you enter. It's like no, you're she- just building up that goodwill, you fucking idiot. She I can't be racist. She learned about race from Michael Jackson. She can't be racist, Ronnie. So I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, I have never really felt the need to stand up for Kathy Hilton, and I'm certainly not going to start now. Dumb move, lady. I mean, Jesus oh. Christ. Like, there are plenty of older people who might not know, but just say, I don't know. You really you're going to go with Precious? Like, the first large black <laughs> woman you can think of. Oh, and also, like... Also, Precious is like a good 11 or 12 years from now. So she just hasn't really updated her reference. Like, <laughs> how many people has she called prefer- Precious over the past 10 years? I don't oh know. Oh, my God. No. Uh, hilarious. Here we are with this episode. Lots more cringe coming your way. That was just yes. the aperitif. That was just the cringe aperitif, everybody. Yes. So let's just start right off. First of all, we ended off with kind of a cliffhanger last week at Lisa Rinna's, where she's like, you, how dare you do this to Harry? And then it ended like it was going to continue, but it didn't continue. No. And instead, we have to watch PK get dental work? I mean, Jesus Christ, they need to put a TVMA up there. If you have to put a (laughs) TVMA up there for somebody smoking in an episode, I need a full paragraph of TVMA for having to watch this pasty (laughs) motherfucker get his nasty teeth done. And, of course, the MA stands for Matisse. So um, I, you know, I'm sure we had to watch this because as part of PK getting, I'm assuming, free, uh, you know, veneers or whatever, free teeth. Well, yeah, you know, he ain't paying for that shit. Yeah, it's just like he had to put on this doctor on TV and like, you know, they agreed to this right before the pandemic, I'm assuming. And now it's like finally the, the is it the Pied Pipers come to pay? No, it's, you know, whatever the Pipers come to pay is, whatever it is. I'm blaming anytime I can't th- end a sentence. I'm just gonna say I had COVID guys. I had COVID. <laughs> <laughs> so we're at doctor, just so he gets his full money's worth. Um, we're with Dr. Sam Soleil or Soleil. Yeah, Dr. Sam. And, um, these are such Beverly Hills secretaries. So PK and Dorit walk in, and the secretary is like, "Oh my God, hi! Oh, it's so good to see you! Oh my God, your teeth look so good! I love your dress! I love your hair! I love your skin! Oh my God, that second chin is looking amazing, PK. You know what you get where I come from? You're late." No, I'm not. I'm on time. Really? If you're on time, then you're five minutes late where I come from. Sit down. The doctor will be here when he can. Well, that's a real sassy dental office, Ronnie. 
real sassy. Do they at least have any of that, any of that, like those ridiculous, like toothy cheer you, cheer you up posters around. Cause you know, every dentist office always, there's like some tooth that's happy. That's like, what a great day to get your teeth cleaned. I'm like, you know what? Shut up. Fake tooth cartoon tooth. Okay. Actually, my Texas uh, dentist is very nice. They do have a lady in the front who's like, hi! Like, she's too much, you know? She's like, how are you? I'm like, you do not care. Stop pretending that you... But the ones I had in Hollywood, they were real bitchy. And the mm. the lady who actually did the teeth cleaning was named Princess, and she'll kick your ass, okay? <laughs> Persian place. I loved them. They didn't fuck around. Oh, okay, anyway, princess. secretaries. So then um, <laughs> PK looks right into the camera, and he's like... I'm looking forward to getting teeth done. <laughs> Can't wait, babe. It's like, hey, Can't stop wait. calling all of us babe. <laughs> <laughs> well, you do realize you won't be able to talk for 10 minutes, Picky. That leaves me with the talking stick. <laughs> That's normal life for me, babe. Get it? And they're like, Get ah, it? ha, 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 ha. <laughs> so um yeah so then so yeah pk got his teeth done two years ago and then dorit you know she couldn't now be the one with the shitty teeth in the relationship even though her teeth looked more or less fine in the before picture so she got her teeth done too and she reminds us that you're not a real couple unless you get your teeth done together oh look at that toothbrush it brushes the top teeth and the bottom teeth? How chic! <laughs> that is the most chic toothbrush I've ever seen. Uh, you're not a real couple until you've avoided multiple bankruptcies together and the law and the Bellagio. I mean, you are you can say what you want about these two, but they are a good couple. <laughs> they so are. the dentist comes in like the secretaries. He's like, ah, you guys are aging in reverse. Wow, the teeth must have really spearheaded that aging campaign, right? Dr. <laughs> Sam Salee. Uh, and PK's like, actually, shit's gone down since I got these teeth. A home invasion, a DUI. I mean, these teeth don't appear to be that lucky. Now there's a shortage on salt and vinegar potato chips. I don't know. It's like, uh, ixnay on the... On the bad press A on teeth, PK. These are for free, okay? You say, thank you. These teeth have changed the world. Right. The Bellagio threatening to break my kneecaps unless I pay them back. How could it get worse? Oh, we're about to see. We're about to see pictures of your teeth. Your before pictures. <laughs> so Dorit's like, what? Oh, and also I love that PK's openly admitting to getting a DUI while Dorit is trying to pretend like, oh, well, he blew drunk. But then by the time they got to the... <laughs> At least he wasn't drunk, so he didn't get a DUI. He got to driving under the influence of just wanting a little Wendy's drive through from the good old DUI. <laughs> T J A L W. That's all. Driving under the influence of just wanting a little Wendy's. <laughs> <laughs> so she's like, Well, I'm not happy PK didn't tell me about getting taken in by the police, but it doesn't make me lose all trust in him. If he makes another mistake, I won't be so easy on him, because the police were hard enough on him. They only let him get two shakes and a burger at the Shake Shack <laughs> on the way out. They refused to stop again for a Happy Meal. He hasn't been happy since. I mean, Blue Lives Matter. Well, say that to the sobbing, hairless lump of flesh, leaving tear stains on his pillow every night. What about his life? <laughs> So um, uh, then PK is like trying to talk during his cleaning. Either, like suctioning. There's <laughs> like triangles of cheese coming out. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> is that a dust. Happy Meal toy trying to get through the tube? 
Is that a Hot Wheels that just got through? Wow. They, they say it was a Happy Meal. They didn't say what part you don't eat. So, well, um, Doctor, Doctor Salihi, I'm doing this charity. It's called Homeless, not Toothless. The funny part is, the homeless they help are toothless. <laughs> so, it's not just a charity; it's a riddle. <laughs> it's for people that couldn't afford getting their teeth cleaned, you know, because they're homeless. But and now they can get their teeth cleaned, but still stay homeless. So PK and I are putting on a, a little event called This is What a Home Looks Like, Homeless Person. Now here's a smile. I mean, I think it's just such a negative name for a charity. No offense, you know. But I suggested something more positive, like maybe I don't have a home, but I've got gums. <laughs> or houses for the toothless. You know, we couldn't afford an actual house for every toothless person in Los Angeles, but we could just make gingerbread homes for them. Gingerbread homes for the toothless. We could give everyone a pint of milk to wash them down. We were trying to get Brad Pitt on the board, and we were going to rename it What's in the Box? Teeth. But unfortunately, he wouldn't come on board. Because homeless people live in boxes. Do you get it? Do you see where I'm going with that? <laughs> now, let's look how hard I've worked trying to get people to come to the charity. Roll the clip. So they roll <laughs> this clip of Dorit just calling everybody, you know, in the cast, going, well, listen, we've got a new charity. We're working on names. Toothless and homeless sexual. Right. <laughs> Crocodile Dundee is donating his necklace to be used as a smile for someone very lucky. I've already put in five calls with my former neighbor Sharon Stone, but apparently she is hanging out with the Dalai Lama. So we're hoping that it'll be a star-studded event at some point. Lisa Rina, please come to Toothless De Peppo, the charity. <laughs> We have decided to revamp the Capri room, and instead of lemons hanging from the ceiling, it'll be teeth! And homeless people can come in and choose the tooth that they want, and then they go back to the street where they live. Now it's just the Cap room. <laughs> ah, we're building bridges. Well, Sharon Stone used to be my neighbor, and she said, Do you live with the dough man? And I said, Isn't he attractive? <laughs> and she said, Well, listen... I wanted to talk to you, and I said, you listen here, Sharon Stone. PK is obsessed with anyone who will flash their beaver at him. You're in. What do you want to discuss? I said, Sharon Stone, what do you think about homeless and toothless and chic? How about that? <laughs> it was a bit hard. She was trying to push some sort of charity about people who lose their toes to Komodo dragons like her ex-husband, but I convinced her that teeth would be more fun than toes. Mm -hmm. I said Komodo to no do. You're a Komodo, <laughs> not a Tomodo. That's not really got a ring to it, does it, Sharon? <laughs> Homeless, not without Komodo dragon, but that didn't quite work. Uh, so we see a picture of PK's before teeth. That shit is disgusting. You put up an eating disorder thing every week at the end of this show. You better put up one for PK's teeth. Like, <laughs> if you've been disturbed by seeing PK's teeth, please call 1-800-someone-needs-to-help-your-disturbed-ass-from-looking-at-PK's-teeth-something. But when I showed that picture to Sharon, she said, this looks like just like the thing that bit my husband's toe off. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of PK's, uh, old, like, before. There was a lot of before, before the after. Um, and it was very traumatic. So, um, Dorit is, uh, Dorit invites Sam, Dr. Sam, 
to this charity event. And she's like, maybe you'd like to come. He goes, oh, and maybe we can select a well-deserving person and we can give the gift of a smile. I was like, or maybe the gift of, I don't know, a house. Or I don't know. <laughs> like, well, you're going to give one homeless person teeth, but not the others? And only if they're deserving? I'm like, what is this? I know. Like, merit, like it's going to be a meritocracy? Like, what are you going to do? Like, have them play games to win the teeth? <laughs> Listen, I think, I mean, look, dental, like, obviously it's very important to have, you know, good dentistry and it is true. Like, you know, like if you have, if you have some issues with your teeth that actually could really impact you trying to get a job and get your life going. But I feel like the name of this charity, Homeless, Not Toothless, is so funny because it sort of implies like, well, you're homeless, but that's just, that's just going to be the way it is, but we can fix the teeth. And I just, I'm like, they really need to rebrand this thing. Well, it also sounds like an argument, right? Like I'm homeless, not toothless. You know, it sounds <laughs> like you're yelling at somebody, but yeah, I mean, it's, obviously it's a good charity. We're just making fun of it because it's on this show about, yeah. Um, so Sutton is now in her office sitting with Joshua. So <laughs> she's like, Joshua, I can never find my car keys. And he's like, it might help if you put them on the keychain. Now, Joshua, you and I both know that I have no idea what a keychain is, okay? So before you start throwing out these terms at me, you got to educate first. Okay, Joshua, you motherfucker. <laughs> so Crystal comes over. And she's doing Kathy's hello. Uh, so yes. she comes over and... Um, you know, they do small talk. Like, you look so fancy. You were so dressed up. Crystal's like, yeah, I call this a kitchen sink outfit. It might not look covid but, like, I might not look covid but I'm really exhausted. Yeah. Uh, she's, Crystal needs to work a little bit on her uh, Real Houses of Beverly Hills. Um, what are you wearing? Who are you wearing? Entrances. She's like, yeah, it's my kitchen sink outfit. <laughs> so, um, so Sutton's like trying to sort of jokily get her to work at the boutique because her daughter has a sore throat and, uh, she's like, I pay commission. Okay. You can make a lot of money here. And they just like show all the very, very full racks of clothing that have not been purchased, <laughs> you know, and well, like bright pink dresses with bright pink feather boas attached to them and they put sound effects of crickets over them <laughs> like, like look at all this reaction to the clothes crickets crickets yeah things flying off the shelves and crystal's like well i mean i did work i was at victoria's secret when i was 16 but i got fired because i was too young like, how did you get hired then none of this is making sense i can't I believe victoria of secrets would have victoria's secret would have poor hiring standards <laughs> <laughs> Um, so she's like, so I walked right across the street to finish line and I hate feet, but I got three bucks commission if I sold shoe cleaner. And I was like, God damn those people. I knew that they were giving those kids extra money to do that shit. And I'm the one who falls for it every time. Cause I'm like, if you don't buy it, they're going to bully you. You know, <laughs> if you, <laughs> they don't buy it, they'll know you're gay. Okay. I'll buy the shoe cleaner. <laughs> Every time. And then you try and use it, and it just, like, smears some weird color that's not even the same color as your shoe on your shoe. And then you get it on your hands, and it doesn't quite wear off. Ah, mm. You smell it while you're trying to eat Cheetos. Fuck those people. This makes mm. me not like Crystal. There I say. Yeah. <laughs> so Crystal's like, so how was Sa Sabado, meaning Saturday? And so I was like, it was terrible. And, um, and so Crystal says that she actually met up with Lisa Renna the day before and, like, got – like, got the skinny on what happened, according to Lisa. And Sutton's like, well, Lisa blew up at me. And, and Crystal said, well, she says that she's very angry at you. 
Well, but we went to lunch. She didn't say that at lunch. She waits until she has an audience so she can explode and then look at me like she wants to kill me. And she's like, well, do you want to resolve this or not? She's like, I have done everything I can. This is on her, not me. You know what? I'm sick of talking about it. So talk to me because you have not talked about what's going on with you. Okay? I'm going to start some some eating disorder drama right now because I'm really sick of my own. Yeah. She's like, I'm not going to say the words eating disorder, but I'll just say, what's going on with you? Lately. (laughs) I'll just say lately, really slowly, and that will imply eating disorder. So, Mm, Crystal. French fries. Eating disorder? (laughs) Just like a question. Yeah. So, Crystal, uh, she says that she talked to Rinna about Amelia, and Rinna says that everyone was talking about uh, Crystal's eating disorder. And, um, you know, we see a flashback of Rinna saying that it came up and that, like, you know, like she can get Crystal help. Like, cause she went through this with, with Amelia, so she can, you know, help out uh, Crystal if she wants it, et cetera. And Crystal sort of, she's. Sounds like she's not ready to get help because I think that the uh, – well, it's, she says that she doesn't want to face the notion that this is going to be forever, I guess. So she's struggling. Yeah, and Sutton's like, well, the concern was like, is it grave concern for Crystal or – and she's like, what? Like judging me? Were they like judging me? No, but they were using your shit as like fodder for gossip. Yeah, was kind of tacky. At the same time, I guess on the other hand, she's kind of making it her storyline. I don't know where I fall on this. Last yeah, week, I'd... I thought it was really gross watching the scene. Um, so, but I mean, I thought know, it was she's... gross that they that they aired like that that Dorit just sort of like put it out there. What I imagine is sort of sensitive stuff that Crystal was talking about. But I didn't. All, but simultaneously, I didn't feel like they were being judgy. I just felt like they were like. I, I actually felt like there was maybe actually a shred of concern there, but um, but it was just but it well, felt yeah, tacky in the it, way that they did it. If yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So um, Sutton's basically, I think, saying like, I don't know if it was like grave concern or just gossip, basically. But Crystal's mm-hmm. like, oh, they were judging me because I have an eating disorder, and she's like, or just saying like, what is this, you know? And she's like, um. Well, this is a lifelong journey, and it's not about money or time. I have a disorder, so I'll find a page from their perfect book, okay? I guess I just won't have this in a week, guys. So she's, like, pissed now, you know? Yeah. Which I get it, but you kind of open yourself up to that. It's almost like... No, I guess I don't want to compare it to anything. It's, <laughs> it's a slippery way. slope. <laughs> it is. And I'm like, well, that's probably a pretty pretty shallow way of pulling from your own of, past to relate to this. So I'm not going to do that. But um, but there are a lot of like well-intentioned landmines that we can just step right on right now. Yes, yes. But so, when you bring it up, of course, people are going to ask. You know, It's like the second you say, oh, I'm not having a drink today. But then someone sees you drinking. They're like, um, I thought you weren't going to drink today. <laughs> and you're like, why are you judging me? But you open yourself up by saying, I, I real, I'm drinking too much, so yeah. we got to step back. Yeah, exactly. It's time for a commercial. It's time for a Crappens commercial. So um, let's talk about something a little bit more vocative and interesting and emotional for me. I want to talk about something that like brings me that brings a little bit of a tear to my eye. I'm talking about Asher playing a piano in the living room with a fedora on. So lost in his music, he's forgotten his own girlfriend is in the same house, except for the fact that there's a camera crew all around him. 
<laughs> he's playing some sort of like like failed Broadway song, it sounds like, a ballad. And it's, well, it's like it's, it's like typical, like when you learn how to play your piano chords in beginner, and they're like, okay, here's your one, four, five, or whatever. Like his chord, he's like, blink, would you be there when I'm drowning in the depths of my despair? I just want you to hold me so I never feel lonely. Oh my God, shut up. Shut up. I hate you. I hate you so much now. Why do you love me? Because you're a hot fucking twink. Why do you think? Okay? Oh, you know what? My favorite time is when Asha forgets I'm in the house and he's on the piano singing. I'm like... You didn't forget you're in the house. There's a camera crew in his face, and he's auditioning for America right now. Second of all, you never leave the house, it sounds like, because there's dust out there in the world. So you're always there. So we would never forget that you're there. What a poser. This kid, Chip, from Beauty and the Beast, with a fedora and little those little sideways diamond sunglasses he's wearing. I'm like, you're already looked at like a paid-for twink. Why are you trying to look younger? Why? Yeah. Why? It's it's sad. And then Diana says, oh, you know, Asher has led a very sheltered life growing up on Broadway. He's always been admired on stage. He's very sweet. And he's a child. I'm like, wow, all the things that I look for in a partner, <laughs> sheltered and a child. <laughs> literally, Diana, literally. OK, you just make yourself look gross with all of this. So he's like, well, the baby is about to be born. Meaning my music. I'm like, well, yeah. okay. And she's like, well, you know, he's softened me a lot because he needs my hardness and my strength and money. And he's just not confrontational at all. That's my strength. Yeah, of course he's not confrontational. You think he's going to argue with the lady who's bankrolling whatever the fuck this is? Listen, not many, <laughs> yes. not many people are going to pay for, I want you to hold me so I never feel lonely. Yeah. Okay. I want his I want his album to be called Whatever the Fuck This Is. <laughs> That's what I want it to be called. So they go, they retire to the living room to have lunch. Uh, and so it's served to them. It's just basically caviar and like a light salad. <laughs> yeah, so that's why that is why uh, Asher is not being argumentative. So then they start talking about having a baby again, like trying again. And, um, you know, like how it's actually good because now they're young, they're the baby that they have can like, have, they can have some time with that baby they can hold and whatever, give it attention. And then, um, uh, Diana says that Asher really grew up fast when she had that miscarriage. I'm like, um, yes, I'm sure he did. You know, it's a, it's a big thing, but also like, again, why are you dating a child? <laughs> why are you dating someone that needs to, needs to just like get to the, the basic level, the entry level, you know what I'm saying? He's like, well, you know, I really want to take this time to work on my music. And it's like, oh, yeah, you know, we can try again later. I'm like, well, the time's a ticking for one of you, okay? <laughs> so Erica comes to Kyle's, and um, Kyle's like, oh, my God, there's so much going on. There's, like, gardeners, and I had to tell the gardeners what the dog poop pick uppers were saying about them, and then they got in a fight. I mean, it was so much. <laughs> it was just a lot. <laughs> a lot. So this is I love when Kyle concocts um, busyness in her life. That's not really busyness. You know, she's like, oh, my God, there's like so much going on. Like I've got to take the decorations down and there's a gardener here. And then there's an electrician down the street. There's like just so much that's happening right now. It's like there's really not a lot happening. Just you're just like, sta- like you're doing nothing. <laughs> yeah. You're actually just sitting in your house while other people are cleaning various parts of your right. estate. 
It's like standing so, in the lobby of an office building, like, oh my god, I'm so busy. There's a dentist <laughs> over there. There's a lawyer up there. I'm literally going to a hundred different lunches right now at twelve o'clock. <laughs> I'm both getting into the building and checking people for their security clearance. It's crazy how much I'm doing. So, um, uh, so they go back uh, to the backyard, and Dustin is there. He's a stretch coach, which he's a uh, sound me- bath guy. Which <laughs> welcome to your future, Asher. I love that they followed Asher trying to sing his shitty song with the sound bath guy. <laughs> <laughs> the evolution of the fuck boy. Asher is like a sound ho bath, you know what I'm saying? So, uh, so Dustin, but he is, he has official title is stretch coach, um, which may be a stretch that he's a coach, but, uh, they have a gong set up and, um, they just, they, they're stretching. There's a lot of stretching and Erica's like, wow, I think I'm having a love affair with the pain. So I just lean into it. And then, then it's Kyle's turn. And of course, Kyle can't just stretch. She has to reveal a new malady that she is besieged by. She's like, I'm not just bendy. I actually have something called hypermobility syndrome. And this is actually a problem. And you're not supposed to be born like this, but I am. And sometimes my arms and legs and brain go numb. It's terrible. I looked up this, and this is like when joints are like popping out, or like you're flexible in the wrong places. I don't think yeah. it's when you can just do the splits and like fucking do the splits on every dance floor you come across, Kyle. I don't think that that's really the same thing. But I love that they're, they've are they both got their personality lines like spouted out, you know, every time. Because Erica's like, oh, yeah, I'm flexible. Works out in all situations. I could drop it on my mind, too. It's like, of course, Erica's yeah. got a Blanche du- or Blanche from Golden Devereux. Girls. I was going to say, oh, yeah, Deborah. <laughs> I was going to say Dubois, but I caught myself. And then Kyle is like, but I'm the real victim here. I have an illness <laughs> that makes me do the splicit party. Yeah. <laughs> Soon Kyle is going to announce that she has uncombable hair syndrome, you know, which is a yeah. real thing. <laughs> By the way, it's a real thing. It's so they're like, future, future Asher, I really love this gong. He's like, you can get him at Gongs Unlimited. <laughs> Which, by the way, can we just pause? That there's a website called Gongs Unlimited for all your gong needs. <laughs> gongs yeah. Unlimited. Like, do they have just like a few gongs? No, girl. It's, it's Gong Unlimited. unlimited. Well, you they can have get it unli- any kind of gong here. <laughs> I mean, take it from our spokesperson, Lady Gong Gong. Lady? Lady Gong. Poker face gong. <laughs> <laughs> gong Lee is here. Isn't there an actress named Gong Lee? Anyway, so it's from a place called Gongs Unlimited. And then Kyle goes, Dongs. Okay, Kyle. Well, she actually goes, D-O-N-G-S. Okay, first of all, Kyle... You just asked where the gong is from, and he said Gongs Unlimited. So why would you even think that <laughs> gongs are sold at a place called Dongs Unlimited? Okay. <laughs> I know she's going for the joke. You. you know, They're just tricky. It's like that that random middle aged person who might be actually searching the word dong. They're like, got her. We've got one guy. We've got a gong. We've got a, we've got a gong convert. And of course, Erica says exactly. What you think she would say, too. She's like, Dogs Unlimited sound like my porn search. I was like, oh, my God. Erica, you're in your 50s. You're going to have to find something else to your personality. It's old. you know. Also, literally, find something else. By the way, uh, I don't think anyone who's looking at porn ever says, sounds like something on my porn search. (laughs) 
<laughs> First sign that you're not looking for porn is you call up my porn search. It's <laughs> on <laughs> <laughs> my dogs. porn search. <laughs> I was searching for Dogs Unlimited the other day. Uh, so then um, they have tea. And I put tea with bear cups. I don't know. Oh, I, I'll tell you why. I will tell why? you why. So Thank Kyle, <laughs> Kyle goes, oh, my God, look at these little bears. Aren't they so cute? So now those are the Ralph Lauren bears because Ralph Lauren puts these like cute bears on bears, things like sweaters and stuff. So immediately I was like, OK, she's like, this is so cute as if she went to some thrift store and found these adorable mugs with with bears. No, they're like mass produced, which is fine. They can still be cute. But I just loved that she drew attention to them because, of course, I looked it up and the like to buy a set of four of those mugs cost $175. So it just to me, it's like Kyle it's really just drawing time. attention to the fact she got designer coffee mugs, which I hope that freaking you know, storm or that other <laughs> like wild animal dog that she has. What's it called? Like lollipop or something or Bambi. Ugh, I can't wait for Bambi to knock it over. And then Kyle to say, Oh, well you can't control Bambi. Well, how do you think about that? Once Bambi destroys your $175 coffee mugs, that anyone can get, by the way, Kyle. Not just you. Meanwhile, you've, you're doing it to your. You're presenting these in front of your poor friend, who's literally going to go home and you know buy the rights to Dongs Unlimited. <laughs> she got them at Mugs Unlimited. So, um, so Kyle's asking Erica about what her dating situation is, and Erica's like, "Yeah, well, I'm going out to older man. Well, I mean, younger, but older. I mean, younger than Tom, but older than me." So, uh, yeah, porn searches, am I right? God, I live such <laughs> a sexy Unlimited, that's what I'm going for. Dong, dong, dong. <laughs> um, so Kyle's like, let's start with the party. Garcelle talked about your drinking at the party. And Erica rolls her eyes. Hmm. And she's like, well, I'm a little over this whole story. But it's circulating. Erica's got a problem. I don't have a problem. I've never had a problem. <sighs> You really realize who your friends are in these moments. Erica always oh, says that. This. this is when you really <laughs> realize so who your this. friends are. Okay. okay. No one, Erica, because you bought all your friends by bragging about private planes and shit that was being taken from poor people. Okay? No one's really your friend when you're all you do is brag about how you can take them places on your private plane. Yeah, I hate this idea of holding all friendships hostage for every situation. Like, the moment someone says something critical, it's like, well, this is when you find out who your real friends are. Do they serve your tea in mugs with bears on them, or do they just use some free thing they got from a conference? That's when you know who the real friends are. But do you think she's coming from a good place? <laughs> well, it's a Ted Danson sitcom. It's a bad place, Kyle. It's a very, very bad place. <laughs> want this oh so she does this monologue for us she's like i don't want this i don't want to be a medication i don't want to be in this position i don't want to be in this house i don't want to be anything i am right now but you know what god damn it it's where i am and i've fought myself out of it the best way i know how okay i never said i was a good mother but i'm trying the best that i can I love. I just love when she's like, "I don't want to be in this house, this disgusting, multi-million-dollar house with a pool and more than enough room for me to live very comfortably. I don't want to be in it anymore." Oh, and the irony is that house would probably sell more than the dump in Pasadena, which they couldn't offload to save their lives. I mean, the lawyer Ronald Richards was like, "We're putting a bid in for five dollars. Getting my money <laughs> this bad." Her current house is probably. I her current house is nicer. It might be smaller, but it's nicer. 
So um, uh, Eric is like, the good, I guess the moral of the story is you can't have a good time in front of these people. Well, I guess that, that was the moral of the story for Denise Richards, who had a good time with Brandy Glanville and then <laughs> had to sit and listen to you all just tear apart over it. All right. But also, while we're looking for lessons, you can have a good time in front of these people. You just have to be a good time. You know yeah. what I mean? You, so you need to learn to be a good time while you have a good yeah. time. You've got a long yeah. road ahead. Yeah. Speaking of another sitcom, good times. <laughs> good times. So Kyle's like, um, is everyone going to go to Dorit's black and gold party? I'm really confused about what it is. And Erica's like, okay, hopeless not toothless and they start cracking <laughs> they up. just start cracking up <laughs> kyle's like i can't with the name and uh, eric is like the name is wrong the name is wrong but um maybe that was the point <laughs> and kyle's like what to, are we supposed to bring your spare teeth to the party yeah you're not gonna forget what it is <laughs> um so well also you all do have spare teeth which is kind of funny that Kyle makes that joke. She's like, what are we supposed to bring our spare teeth? Lord knows you've all gone through four pairs each. You know what I mean? You've got new teeth every time. The least you could do is donate them to somebody in need. Kathy's going to show up there with her hands cuffed. Be like, I'd like some more teeth, please. <laughs> so she loves uh, teeth. So, so getting ready for the glam. glam time. So Rob and Chris are getting dressed and being wacky and they're very entertained. I'm not really. And then we go to Garcelle and Sutton FaceTiming and Sutton's like, if you see me sitting next to Lisa, would you please come switch seats with me? <laughs> and then uh, Kyle is uh, FaceTiming with Rena and Rena's like, hello, Gorge and Gorge! And uh, we find out that Harry is not coming because he basically doesn't leave the house anymore. And she talks about Rina talks about uh, COVID, where wherein she was tired and foggy and sweat. She sweat a lot, which is much like my experience too. So there you go, everyone. I'm like Lisa Rinna when I'm sick, and also everybody else with COVID. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Like, you know what's so weird about a cold? I got a runny nose. Oh my god, <laughs> me too. So um, now over at PK and Dorit's, uh, PK is like, "Where's my bombshell?" Not baby. <laughs> so they've set up this big um, dinner set up in their foyer-ish area, and they've, they've set these tables up, and they all have this like shiny, these shiny gold tablecloths. But they're like, it's actually kind of like a leopard print esque or tiger. So it's like gold with like weird black splotches, and then like red flowers on it. It's like really the most hideous. Table decor. We've it looks ever, like Teresa Judice's groom cake. It's bad. So yeah. then Nick, the party planner, is all skeevy, and he's like, "I pick this fabric because it seems like dre a dress you would wear. I've sewn little CCs all over it to look like a knockoff, so it seems like the real you. You're gonna <laughs> love it." PK is like, "It looks like a work of art, babe. A work of art." I'm like, "Yeah, a shitty work of art, okay." So, uh, Dorit is like, I love a theme, but I don't like when people put a dress code that's difficult to achieve. And I thought, gee, black and gold, that's not difficult. It's very chic. So I know each and every one of them is going to kick it out of the park. <laughs> <laughs> so they're running down time, you know, cause Dorit has everybody do. She's one of those like typical, you have everybody else working for you, but then you're like, here's time at 6 p.m people will enter at 6 15 we will see hose de vos which watch out we've got piggies in a blanket just like i love that she's <laughs> acting like it's this uh, fine affair 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> With the undercooked pigs in a blanket, I'd like to add. They, those things were like white on the outside. Those things um, look and- like PK out the shower. <laughs> <laughs> Um, um, so they're just talking about like how they, there's going to be a surprise musical guest and they have a really good, you know, they have a good track record with this. And then we get to see a flashback to one of our favorite excuses for a surprise. I'm terribly sorry about the curtain during this dinner party. We're having a massive black mold issue. Please, please enjoy this food next to this <laughs> curtained off mold area. So he's like, all right, here's what's going to happen. We're going to have our special surprise guest come out and all have this remote control here for the lighting. She's like, don't you mess with the lights, PK. You can't do the lights. He's like, I can. I know how to work the lights. Sure I do. No, you don't. You're a man. You idiot. Like, Doreen is losing her mind over these lights, and it's so true. This is, like, such a guy thing to do. Yes. So, you know, my house, they're all on, like, a little remote, and I can be like, watch what I could do. Turn off the lights in the living room. And then they don't work. And I'm like, God damn it. Turn off the lights in the living room. I feel like we definitely had a few live shows that went as smoothly as PK's lighting <laughs> lighting moments. Like, okay, we're going to start the show, drop the lights, all the lights come up. So, um, <laughs> so she's right. like, she's like, don't touch a thing. Don't, PK. You're scaring me right now. You're scaring me right now. Pikai. You weren't scared during the teeth before picture. You're not allowed to be scared now. You know what I mean? You showed that you've got a stomach of steel, lady. (laughs) So Rena's picking up Erica, and um, Erica's like, Oh, my shoes suck. They're hooker shoes. (laughs) I found them when I was doing a porn search for shoe fetishes (laughs) on porn, on on porn, porn dot. Com slash porn. <laughs> to that, Dongs Unlimited goes to a hooker shoe site. <laughs> that was actually designed by Gong Lee. So, <laughs> so Kathy arrives with, I don't know if this Dwight. is the thirstiest gay on Bravo, but God, this guy has been passed around like the vid. He I mean, he's all over. Hey, wasn't he Taylor's best friend? He started off as Taylor. You know, this is this this is the moment. Like this, we're resurrecting all of Taylor Armstrong, and that includes her gay. Okay, She's, he started as Taylor's gay, and then he sort of like worked his way into the Vanderpump world, and then he nearly killed Ken, and he disappeared for a little bit, and he's been resurrected by Kathy. Kathy, but by the way. I mean, that if you're a gay, he knows what he's doing. I mean, he got resurrected by like a top a top socialite in the city. Say what you will about Kathy Hilton, but that is he struck gold as a, as a, an aspiring hanger on, you know. Yeah, cuz he went to Kathy Hilton probably through Vanderpump and then Yeah. Kathy, the next I don't stop know where is where you go from Kathy Hilton. Chris Kardashian is the only place left. Yeah. The only the only stop left is Chris Kardashian and be careful, don't fall into the Faye Resnick trap cuz she is like She's like a little bit of a trap on the way. You got to like avoid it. It's like the poppies in Wizard of Oz, you know? Before you know it, you're going to have store-bought shelving in your closet and like Yeah. Yeah. Um so I love those scenes. I miss those scenes so we're cross like, "Wow, Fave Resnick redid my home." And it's like, uh, that's <laughs> like, like a live laugh love wood cutout from Home Goods and it's shit. I saw the same one at Home Goods, you know? It's like I've never seen a wrought iron duvet before, but she <laughs> did it. <laughs> Very heavy. It's time for a commercial. It's time for a crappens commercial. So, um, uh, so yeah, so Dwight is back and Dorit tries to be, um, she tries to 
she's like, she's like, we know Dwight from a former friend. And then we see like Dwight pushing Ken into the pool. And then from that former friend, we're no longer friends with that friend because she formerly said things in a radar online, but now Dwight is back. Mm -hmm. So Dwight, you're back in the PK folds. That's not a place I ever want to be. Okay. <laughs> so then Kathy, Kathy's like, oh, my God, I love the front of the table decorations. Those are amazing. Oh, Doritas, are you wearing the same dress? Amazing. <laughs> yeah, Kathy looks at the at the place tags and she goes, oh, Leanne's coming tonight. And they're like, no, that's Diana. But I'm like, I wonder which Leanne she was thinking of. Because if it was Leanne Locken, I just love the idea that in her mind, Leanne Locken's like, I'm here, motherfuckers. <laughs> All right, who wants teeth? Because I can get, I'll, give me a hammer and I'll give mine right to any homeless person. It's easy for me to do. I've done it before. <laughs> By the way, Leanne Locken posted a photo uh, with her and Julianne Moore uh, the other day. And I just was like, God, I love this world. <laughs> like, we're, I don't know how Leanne Locken and Julianne Moore cross paths and take a photo together, but it happened. And, you know, God bless. <laughs> Somewhere Julianne Moore is like, <coughs> <coughs> Did you ever see that movie with her? Of course. Safe? I love that movie. Was it called Safe? Safe. Safe. <laughs> also known as like the Real Housewives of Every City, starring. I know, right? Also known as Kyle Richards. Just Kyle Richards. He was like, oh Kyle my God, it's a, it's a disease. Uh, so, um, uh, so Kathy is like, whoa, whoa, I love the font. This is beautiful. And then Diana shows up in like bright, I would argue, not gold. I would argue shiny yellow. And she's like, oh. Is this gold enough for you? I look like Pirate's Dream. I'm a treasure chest. You need a new villain? Here I am. So um, Kathy's like, where's your boyfriend? And she's like, um, he's doing a concert, internet, virtual something. I don't know. I just set the whole thing up and paid for people to sign on to. So I don't know. He's auditioning for Nickelodeon's America's Next Best Kid Singer, I believe. I don't know. I don't know. He looks fun, but he puts slime on head. <laughs> well, he's very talented. I really didn't know what to expect. Nine times out of ten, it's a disaster. So, no, no, no. She does that like, you got one. You finally I mean, got you, a talented child. I mean, did you hear my daughter single? I mean, God bless. God bless. So, um... Now Erica and Rinna are arriving, and Rinna's – they're just talking about drinking, and Rinna's like, oh, I've already had a shot of tequila. I've already had a shot. <laughs> and uh, they go up the stairs, and Rinna, of course, enters in the most Rinna way, going, oh, my oh! God, it's this God! Yeah! yeah! It's you! It's oh, you! Yeah. Oh, how are you? Taylor Armstrong's gay. How are you? Oh. Oh, so then uh, everybody starts showing up, you know. And um, so then we see the charity reps, right? So this is the dentist's daughter. The dentist. Well, this is a different this. dentist. Yeah, this different dentist. Jake Grossman, daughter. right. So this is Jake Grossman. So he does a lot of this stuff. He set up this ch charity and I guess he sent his daughters over here. All right. Sydney. And they're like excited to be here. God bless these yes. girls. Right. They're like excited to be here. And they're like, thank you so much for doing this. My dad is so sad. He's not here. And Dorit's like, Dr. Jay Grossman has done so much. He's also a real character. Roll the tape. 
<laughs> and then we see Dr. Jay Grossman, and he's like, yeah, I've got nine kids. Yeah. I mean, I thought I had three, but then six showed up at my door after I did 23 and me. It's like, oh, you're a spam donor. Yeah. Yeah. That, that was the joke to read. Yeah. Wacky, guys. I think there's a Wacky. Netflix movie about you, sir. Okay? You're ruining this charitable episode. Okay? Back I off, know. creep. Jeez. <laughs> Seriously. So, so then, um, um, they're talking, Kathy is, we just see, we're seeing shots of the party, right? So then we see a shot of Kathy talking to these sisters and she's like, oh, so it's a charity for teeth. Oh, well, it's hard to talk without teeth. Teeth are very important. Very important. I have two sets on right now, actually. <laughs> You're very important teeth. You know what? It's very difficult to brush your teeth if you don't have any teeth. So, you know, have you ever tried to floss when you have no teeth? It's very, it's actually much easier. You just can go right across. But my point remains. So then the sad pigs in a blanket. I wrote, very sad pigs in a blanket. Have they been cooked? That was obviously really upset about this. I wrote, PK getting out of the shower. (laughs) So then, um, you know, Kyle and Mauricio have arrived. And uh, Mauricio is not wearing any gold because PK is going to be giving him the final piece of the puzzle on that front. So PK gives him a uh, belt. He's like, here you go. That's your new favorite belt. It looks like a seat belt because I had a DUI. We can all talk about it now. All right, babe. Wow, this belt is amazing. Where did you get this belt? Actually, it was just being kept in a comforter in the garden, so it was easy <laughs> to find. So Rob's like, uh, so guys, hey, uh, you, you go to Vegas much, PK? And PK's like, oh, all the time. When I got pulled over for the DUI, I'd actually just been with Lionel Richie that night, or as I call him, Lionel, all right? <laughs> also, John Legend, or as I call him, John, actually. You know, he probably would prefer Legend, but it's not really going to go that way, is it, mate? It was just me and John. I mean, me, John, and Lionel. And not the not the model train. I'm talking about Lionel Richie, of course. And, you know, it was a great start. But, you know, the whole thing went from bad to worse. The real lesson here is when you think you're okay, you probably are okay until you get pulled over by the police. So that's the lesson. And you love shady-ass Rob because, you know, Rob knows that, <laughs> that PK has been in big trouble with the Bellagio for not paying back like two, like one point something million dollars that they owed him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I love that Rob's just like, you've been to Vegas much? Okay. Doesn't, didn't Gina on Real Houses of Melbourne have some sort of psychic connection with Lionel Richie? What was it? What was that thing again? The, like a psychic came and was like, you, the, like the love of your life is Lionel Richie. Wasn't there something like that, or am I making that up? I don't know. I don't remember. But I will say I'm annoyed with Lionel Richie because he has no um, loyalty, okay? Because do you remember when he wrote a song for Lisa Vanderpump? <laughs> or didn't no, she record I don't. A song? Didn't she record something with him, with Lionel Richie? Was like, I don't remember that at all. Yeah. <laughs> it, was on, it was on the show because Lionel came I on believe the show it. and she sang something. She sang something with Lionel Richie. I mean, okay. Lionel's part of this world. I mean, Nicole, his daughter, Nicole. Okay. She, it's everyone's connected on this sh- in, in like Hollywood of this, like this tier. They're all connected. It's, it's amazing. I have to look it up. So Lionel Richie, Lisa Vanderpump. Lisa Vanderpump goes reggae with help from Lionel Richie. Lisa Vanderpump's been bitten by the Real Housewives recording bug. The star just recorded a reggae version of Will You Still Love Me Tomorrow after dreaming up the idea with her friend Lionel Richie. Yes, you read that correctly. (laughs) Um, I'm looking up 
well, since you're looking up something, I'm looking up the Lionel Richie connection to Real Housewives of Melbourne. And from what I can find, um, oh, you know what it was? It was that Gina went and um, she saw a holistic life coach named Tamara. And Tamara is like, oh, I've worked with all sorts of people like Lionel Richie. <laughs> <laughs> I like your version better. <laughs> So, uh, so Erica's hearing this whole story, and she's like, Lionel Richie, oh, sure, yeah. And PK says, yeah, the policeman says, where have you been? And I said, with Lionel Richie and John Legend. And then it went from bad to worse. She's like, oh, yeah, he thought that they'd uh, kiss your ass, huh? He's like, well, the real lesson there was when you think you're okay, you might not be. And she goes, huh. <laughs> she's like still wrapping her <laughs> mind around that lesson. So, huh. So then uh, Sutton is arriving, and uh, she's brought olive oil and oregano for to read. And then Rinna is being facious. Hi, Sut. Hi. How are you? How are you? I think anytime Rinna says, how are ya, that means she's angry at you. How are ya? Because <laughs> if she loves you, she'll go, how are you? She's just, how are ya? You're like, oh, shit. Fucked up. Sutton's like, well, she's angry, and she's not letting it go. So what's she going to do? Tell me to get the fuck out of Dorit's house, too. <laughs> Don't put it past her. Yeah, she would. So they're all like, Rena's marveling that this is like the first time in six weeks that they've all been together because of COVID. Like, we're finally all together. And then someone's like, oh, but Cherie's not here. Now Cherie has COVID. And you know that they all were thinking, she's a friend of it. Doesn't really count. We're all together. So then um, now Dr. Sam arrives and Garcelle. Garcelle looks the best out of everyone. She's the only one who I feel like truly got the, like, nailed the theme. And, um, and of course, because Garcelle has arrived, we get a Rinna. Hi, Garcelle! <laughs> it took me almost as long to say your name as it did for you to thank Harry for his pasta sauce. <laughs> <laughs> so then uh, PK and Mauricio do, uh, do a little fashion rundown of the women. So PK is like, oh they look God. nice, the ladies, don't they? They look nice, babe. Man, babe. <laughs> And Mauricio's like, yeah, Dorit's dress is beautiful. Erica's so beautiful. dress is very short. Dress is short. And very short. Very short. And mm, it's too um, short to make up. It's too short to make up a thing out of. So it's yeah, it's done. Now. So it's over. Upsetting. Okay. <laughs> so Pika's like, all right then, who wins if it's a contest between all the ladies? And Mauricio's like, my wife. No, no, no. If we had to take the wives out of the equation, who would win this one? Your wife. No, both wives are out. All right. All right. All right. Let's do this. Let's announce it. Well, on the count of three, we'll announce who looks the best. Okay. All right. Three, two, two, two one. One. Rena. <laughs> Erica. Rina. Erica's panties specifically. <laughs> yeah, PK's Pringles. so creepy. <laughs> Meanwhile, Erica's like, oh my God, look at these shoes. They're over 15 years old. Wow, your shoes are old enough for Diana to date. So then we go um, to Dorit. <laughs> no, who's next? I think we go to Dorit. Yeah, Dorit. Yeah. It's Dorit, because now she's trying to set up Garcelle. She's like, I was telling Garcelle that we have this friend. He's our tax accountant, and he's a successful, charming man. He's debonair. He dresses nice. He used to do the commercials for Pathmark. He's wonderful. <laughs> so you're trying to set her up with somebody who's terrible at hiding things, because your tax person <laughs> isn't doing a great job. 
Okay, from what I've read in the blogs, ma'am. He's so, like, listen, the tax guy's like, listen, I won't charge you for my services as long as you set me up with a beautiful young lady. <laughs> She's like, okay, I know just the person. So Erica's like, oh, this is your new guy we're talking about that well. And she's like, yeah, apparently. And Therese's like, he's like Debonair. <laughs> and oh, Debonair. Hey, that sounds like a syllable I use on a porn search. Bone, get it? Debonair. <laughs> hey, porn. So, um, <laughs> Dr- Dr- I so, got Deborah uh, Gibson being boned on an airplane. <laughs> Fuck me. <laughs> Still pretty hot. Hot thing to show up on a porn search, you know? <laughs> so Garcelle's like, uh, so Dorit's been talking about this guy for a year. We see flashbacks where she's like, gee, I got to talk to you about Don. He's 60, but he doesn't look 60. He looks 70. He's <laughs> debonair. <laughs> and Erica's like, yeah, well, she set me up too, but I've never even heard from the guy. So, you know, I mean, I do like the effort, though. So Dorit just goes around promising people she's found them love, but then never delivers. What the fuck, Dorit? Yeah. Dorit has literally never match made once in six years. And she's like, I'm actually a pretty good matchmaker. I'm like, maybe <laughs> you can physically make a match, but I don't know. Uh, so um, also, Erica has obvious coke eyes tonight, by the way, for anyone keeping score. Erica just keeps like, you just keep catching Erica with these wide eyes staring at something like, so then um, PK and Mo are still talking and Mauricio's like, dude, you're getting muscular. Look at that. Look at that. And he's like punching. He's like poking at him. And PK's like, oh, oh, you're being funny then, are you? You're being That's hilarious. <laughs> no, you are, man. You are. It's so muscular right there. I was like, oh, you know what? You're, you're feeling some of the undergarments that Lionel gave me. The, the made to make you look a little more shapely. <laughs> So okay. now it's time for dinner. Now they all sit down. Here at we are. The big moment. <laughs> they sit down at this hideous table. And Rena's like, hi, everybody. Hi, 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 hi. <laughs> and then she's looking at the menu. She's getting excited. She's like, oh, my God. Ah, chicken parm, chocolate chip cookies, and key lime pie. Yay! I'm like, lady, have you not been to any sort of food establishment in five years. I mean, like, and then the menu. Did you look at the menu, Ronnie? Because I would like to discuss this menu with you, please. No, but I'd love to hear about it. Tell me. I wrote it down. So starters, burrata salad. And then you have a choice of either an American chop salad or a classic wedge. Then for the entree, a chicken parm with spaghetti marinara. And then on the sides, jalapeno cream corn and spaghetti squash primavera. I'm sorry. None of this makes sense. What the hell? What janky ass menu is this? <laughs> this is terrible. This, this is, is bad. This is Dwight. This is this Dwight is, cooking. Like what? Ha- okay. First of all. Okay. So the chicken parm. So it's like, oh, this is going to be like a red sauce Italian meal, but not really, but with jalapeno cream corn. But then also the parm is served with spaghetti marinara, but on the side you have spaghetti squash primavera. So you have two spaghetti type things. <laughs> <laughs> with your entree Double spaghetti yeah it's bad any party i see with key lime on the menu like key lime pie on the menu like what are you lubies please <laughs> enough listen i'm down okay. for i'm down for a key lime i love key lime pie but, i'm just saying but not that, like, this at a this fancy menu. party like i don't i don't know well don't tell ina garten that because her favorite thing to do is that when there's a fancy party she does something casual 
She loves to disarm oh, like that. Okay. That's a classic Ina-ism. But this was not an Ina Garten moment. I will tell you that much. Don't think for one moment I'm giving any Ina Garten cred to Dorit and this horrific menu. Thank you very much. Uh, Defense rest. I won't even tell you what I, lo- what I found when I searched up Barefoot Bontessa. All right. <laughs> God, Ina Garten, that sounds like something in one of my porn searches, right? Am I right, everyone? <laughs> Uh, so, um, hi, 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 everyone, hi, 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 everyone, hi, hi. <laughs> oh my God, will somebody stop her? It's like five I'm... minutes into dinner and Lorena's still like, hi, hello, hi, hi, <laughs> By the way, I also want to mention that none of that food fits a black and gold theme. <laughs> it's all specifically red and it. white. <laughs> and not. Burrata, spaghetti. Anyway. Enough about that. So Erica, um, Erica is like, I think that you know, like I'm gonna have a drink. Everyone is like, well, you said the champagne was very strong for you, so maybe we don't do champagne. And they're like, how about a mixed drink? I was like, oh yeah, mixed drinks, famously much weaker than champagne. Frank ourselves watching, yeah. Oh, their logic. So Garcelle's watching this, and she's like, well, I saw her at the wine tasting, and she was borderline, so let's see tonight. Okay, this whole, like, babysitting somebody's drinking, I'm not loving. Like, do something else. I don't love else. that either, actually. Like, do something else. It's, it's an, Erica's a mess. Like, who cares? What do you care? You don't even like her. I actually agree. I, I, I love Garcelle, but I also feel like Garcelle doesn't have to worry herself. I, I think what Garcelle could just be – I think I would rather Garcelle – just be rolling her eyes at Erica not being able to handle handle her liquor. You know, like yeah. I like that that vibe more than being like she's drinking too much. Like yeah. she's an adult. Yeah, you know. So Dorit's like, "Well, hello everyone. It's time for a speech." And Rena's like, "Hi, hi Dorit. Hi Dorit. <laughs> <laughs> it's Dorit. I know her. <laughs> Go ahead." <laughs> well. The charity is called Homeless, Not Toothless, as I told you. And Kathy goes, what's it called? Homeless, <laughs> Not Toothless. Hmm. That's, that's great. great. Yeah. You know what you need, Teeth? You don't really need a home, though. So that's, <laughs> that's a good title. And she's like, and the doctor has donated one full smile to a worthy homeless person. <laughs> the most homeless person here gets to have a tooth. So, um, uh, yeah. Erica, step up and take your prize. <laughs> no, it's going to be Bethany Frankel. I mean, I'm basically homeless right now. I'm, I'm a homeless person. Okay. Like, seriously, what's going on? I'm, I'm homeless. I'm a homeless person. So, um, Diana, Diana tells us a very interesting tidbit. She says, well, when I was in my 20s, I depended on the charity to remove my wisdom teeth. And it's really full circle now. Weirdly enough. I actually grew a second pair of wisdom teeth, like like a shark. I'm like, no, they took out the wrong teeth, Diana. <laughs> I hate to tell you. <laughs> I hate to break the bad news. They took out the wrong teeth. <laughs> I actually looked this one up, too. It's a very educational day today on Watch What Crappens, but I looked this up, too. I was like, can wisdom teeth grow back? Because I've never heard that shit. And apparently, they don't grow back, but some people have extra teeth that are just, like, lying mm. there in wait, like a fucking Pez dispenser. Like wow. some people are just lucky, I guess. You have other teeth just waiting to pop That's back. That's kind up. of fun. Isn't Backup teeth. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Diana. Now that's a woman who can chop a wedge. All right. <laughs> I knew she had extra down. faces, but not extra teeth. Mm-hmm. You know? So Garcelle's like, uh, shows the doc his kids. I don't know. Oh, she's talking to the doctor and she's like, Oh, 
you know, here are my kids. And he's like, oh, you look great in these pictures. And she goes, well, I've had no Botox, mind you. <laughs> and he says, they just sort of banter. I was like, I'm bored with their banter. I don't want to hear yeah. Dr. Sam's banter. Well, I stopped so, writing halfway through, so I guess I got bored too. I was like, how does this end? <laughs> it, 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 went, it was like, I, I was like, I'm not committing this. So um, we're not going to be blogging this. This is not going to be part of the Watch a Crappens permanent record. So, mm. uh, so then Kyle is like, hmm, everything's going too nicely. Let me make people angry. So she goes, <laughs> she's like, hey, so last Saturday at the wine tasting, um, I heard that Rena said to you, son, get the fuck out of my house. And Garcelle's like, yes, she did say that. And Kyle's like, but Rena said she didn't say that. Like, she said, maybe I should leave. I don't know. Was, did I just hear it wrong? Were my ears just being hyper-flexible at that moment? Did I hear it wrong, incorrectly? So then we see a clip of Rena. She's like, oh, my ears are doing the splits. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> so we see a clip of Rena, and she's like, I didn't say get the fuck out of my house. I said, you're not doing or saying what I want, so maybe you should just leave. <laughs> So Kyle's like, well, she said it wasn't serious because you didn't leave, so it wasn't really that big of a deal. And so it's like, I don't want to talk about this at the dinner table, okay? Maybe we can do this later, not in front of these people, okay? You don't do that. You don't do that. <laughs> they just, like, cut to Sydney, Sydney Grossman being like, oh. So, um, uh, so Kyle is like, Dorit! Because Kyle's sitting at the center. It's like a, it's like a uh, horseshoe shape, and she's at the, at the top of the horseshoe. So she's like pivoting to the other table now. And she's like, Dorit, when Rinna, when Rinna told Sutton to leave, did she say get out of my house or did she say get the fuck out of my house? Dorit's like, get the fuck out of my house. How dare you, motherfucker. No, I was repeating what Rinna said. Oh, I apologize. <laughs> well, Rinna said it didn't happen like that. So what is it? And Gersel's like, oh, my God. She just said she didn't want to talk about it. Why is Kyle bringing it up? She's always ready to throw Sutton under the bus. Yep. And so she's like, Rinna, yes, Kyle. According to other people, you said, get the fuck out of my house. And that's what I heard. And Sutton's so mm -hmm. like, wow, great way to have this conversation. Okay, in front of homeless, toothless people. No offense, girls. I hope you didn't hear that. Yeah, and so um, Rena's like, I didn't. I did not say get the fuck out. And Sutton's like, Yes, you did. Yes, you did, motherfucker. And Mauricio's like, Well, I wasn't even there, uh, but I know that you said it. So, <laughs> hey, pretty muscular, bro. Hey, PK, getting 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 some nice biceps there, huh? By the way, she's already yelling, Rena. She's going, I didn't say get the fuck out. It's like, uh oh, here we go. Rena's mm -hmm. just gonna, this is where Rena's just gonna start yelling about nothing, right? So Sun's like, yes, you did. No, I didn't. Yes, you did. No, I didn't. So then um, Rena's like, well, I must have been frustrated with you then because I don't remember saying the word fuck. Was it brutal? And Garcelle's like, yeah. Well, it was when I said that you were speaking out of both sides of your mouth, just in case you wanna go back there if you need to refresh your course. Roll the clip, bravo. No, you don't want to? Okay. So then Rena's like, well, who would like that? And Sun goes, well, you didn't like that. And Rena's like, well, I think that our issue, our issue could be put to bed. And Mauricio's like, uh-uh, I don't think uh, your issue would ever be put to bed. <laughs> it could be. It could be, Mauricio. It could be. Because here's the thing. The fact, and she gets a spoon, and she starts, like, using her spoon as a prop. She's like, the fact that you didn't go up and apologize when you had a chance to my husband, Harry Hamlin. 
Okay. A- she goes, while he was leading a wine tasting, no <laughs> one cares about appeasing the fuck boy from LA Law except you. I don't know why that's a rule on every episode of this. Like, what is Harry going to think? Nobody cares. Why are you bringing Harry into every fight? Also, Harry does not have your back because he was on Watch What Happens Live saying he never got mad about the tomato sauce in the first place. Okay? That's true. So, let's call Harry in if we're going to get, if we're going to bring Harry into every conversation, get his ass on FaceTime. Rena's probably throwing bricks through Susan Day's window. Apologize to my husband. <laughs> so, <laughs> so Sutton is like, uh, she, she's like, you know, she's like, you know, what? Uh, by the way, I fucked up and I sent Harry a very thoughtful text message that goes as follows. And Rena, of course, is like, no, you didn't. She goes, yes, I did. Here it is. So she goes, happy birthday, Harry. Thank you again for including me last night at your motherfucking wife's event for you. Okay. Wanting to keep the evening about celebrating you, I did not have a chance to express my apology for causing any embarrassment about the fact that you guys did not pay for your table. This was never my intent. Sometimes miscommunication amongst people who do not pay for their bills can wreak havoc. (laughs) So with sincerity, Sutton, with a kissy cat face and a heart, followed by a money bag sign and then a finger pointing at you like you owe money. (laughs) Now, you got to hand it to Sutton because – Rena, the what starts this? Rena is screaming. You should have gone up to him and said, "By the way, by the way, but." Because Sutton just doesn't take it. She just keeps talking, and then she gets her fork and starts using it as a mic. And she's like, "By the way, I did send a text." <laughs> like, good for you, because Rena kind of gets that. She does that thing where she just starts yelling one phrase over and over until you break. And Sutton does not break, and she doesn't get upset at all. She's just like, and she just puts on her little readers from CBS. You know, she's like, "I have receipts. <laughs> These are my receipts, readers." And she just goes to town on it. So well done. Meanwhile, yeah. she finishes this, and Kyle just winks at the crowd and smiles like, hey, my greatest tits, guys. Everybody enjoy that? Yeah. So Rena's like, if you want to make this go away, you make it a public apology, and you say, I'm so sorry I did that. Sutton, why did you do it in the first place? Why did you do it in the first place? And Sutton, meanwhile, is talking over her, and she's like, oh, Lisa's rule book. Let me see. Does she do what she says, and then it goes away. It's a very short book, everyone. <laughs> And Crystal's like, I mean, there's other people here, like my friends who are like freaking out and texting me, like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> and, um, and then the assistant comes over, the party planner's like, um, we really need to get the show going. She's ready. And Sutton and Renette are <laughs> still yelling. And Sutton's like, I did it because you went after Garcelle for the bolognese. And Renette's like, why is that your fucking problem and not her fucking problem? And Garcelle's like, first of all, there are people here, you got. And Renette's just screaming and yelling now. What made you screaming. do that? That's the answer I want. And when I get it, I will let it the- fucking go okay rena you're drunk you can't form yeah. sentences properly and you were so drunk last time that you couldn't even remember what you said and then you're bragging in that episode about telling off erica for how drunk she was okay this, this whole cast just needs to go get some help at this point yeah crystal's like oh my god oh my god she's being crazy look oh my these everyone's texting me well it's really just I'm not getting i would i wouldn't say i'm getting 14 messages but I'm definitely getting one message. So, <laughs> so she's like, uh, Dorit's like, hold on, guys, 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 hold on, hold on. And Rinda's like, if you're going to make me do this across the table, I'll do it across the table. Well, which is where she would normally do it anyway. So Dorit's oh, like, guys, put the 
pin in it for just one second. Sharon Stone was less frightening weird than an ice pick in a hoo-ha. <laughs> Can I just have a sliver of your attention? That was a reference to my good friend, Sharon Stone, who's watching on her sliver cameras. So uh, she goes, who started this? And then suddenly Garcelle go, Kyle. <laughs> and Kyle just shrugs and starts cackling. Yeah, she's like, oh, I just wanted to know if there are still issues between Ruth and Sutton. And, like, are they okay right now? Are they sweeping it under the rug again? <laughs> like, that's fine if you want to know that, but, like, maybe not the charity dinner. And Rena starts waving her spoon around. She's going, Kyle, fuck you, Kyle. And Kyle's <laughs> like, well, I mean, I wanted them to have the discussion, but it's becoming really uncomfortable now. So, like, it's not Amsterdam level, but we could be getting there. And we see clips of, <laughs> don't you ever talk about the husband. So now it's time for the special guest. And so PK has his remote and he's supposed to be lowering the lights. But of course, he does the exact opposite. He raises the lights to maximum brightness. And all of a sudden, like all the ladies turn into like <laughs> old trees. And Kyle is like, great. Thanks for this lighting on national TV. <laughs> no, time to go. Party's over. <laughs> so the lights go down. Dorit's like, like, I told you, PK. I told you. You don't know how to do it, PK. This is not a can of Pringles. It's not simple. And then the lights go down, and she comes out on stage. And Kyle's like, oh, no, you are lying to me. You are lying. And Erica's like, no one. No one. No Kathy's one. like, oh, my God, it's precious. Yeah. It's precious. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, it's none other Diane's husband learned a new instrument look at that <laughs> wow Asher's really let himself go <laughs> so it's Melissa Etheridge it's, it's Melissa, Melissa Etheridge. fucking Etheridge yeah so um so now like, the this battle, is my but, girl crush this is my girl crush it's also it's the battle of the who can be more impressed with the cameras. So Kyle's like, "Oh my God, you are lying to me. You are lying, <laughs> Melissa Etheridge. Ha <laughs> ha, Melissa Etheridge." I'm like, I guarantee everyone. Be, normally, people would be like, "Oh, cool, cool." Meanwhile, Kathy's like, "So was Dasher hiding under the table the whole time?" <laughs> oh, it's good to see that Kim is playing guitar now. So, so Melissa Etheridge starts her famous ballad. She's like, wah, wah, wah. and Rita starts dancing like this. She starts dancing to the wrong rhythm, like it's like some <laughs> dance hall number in you know 1950s Cuba. She's doing like, <laughs> <laughs> West Side Story, basically. <laughs> and they just show everyone just smiling and like clapping along. And they even like show Dwight being like, "Feels great to be back on Melissa Etheridge night." I know, so, and you know, we all just kept looking at Erica, waiting for the. My pussy is your window. <laughs> Come to my porn search. <laughs> so the dungs are on hill. Come on my window. That was my porn search. So uh, <laughs> Garcelle's telling uh, son. You should go take a picture with her. Go on, take a picture. And sounds like, after I just yelled like that, being such not a lady, not knowing that Melissa Etheridge was upstairs listening the entire time. Yeah, Melissa Etheridge has heard the yelling. Okay, she was married to yeah. that crazy girl from Popular. <laughs> okay, she's yeah. <laughs> yeah, she's fine. Yeah, so um, they all get a picture. And then PK, of course, takes the mic and gives a speech longer than the song. He's like, it's an honor to have an icon like this. Me. 
basically. You're welcome, Melissa. Listen, I work closely with the primary wave, and they manage Melissa. And when she agreed to come, I said, Dorit, Melissa will be at our house. We're, take, we're talking two-time Grammy Award-winning Melissa. It just goes to show you, was, no matter how fucking famous you are, you're a dancing monkey at the end of the day. The fact yeah. that Melissa Etheridge had to show up to fucking PK's house. You know she went home and just, like, crashed into barriers all the way home. <laughs> she was probably, well, she's probably just, like, waiting. She's like, I heard Sharon Stone was going to be here. But, you know, like, also, such a, like, also is, like, no matter how famous you are, there's always going to be someone who's going to still try to, like, like take your moment and build off of it because a this speech didn't all the speech was saying like yeah i got melissa etheridge like there was no point to the speech second of all pk did not need to get on the mic why was pk on the microphone like (laughs) the room was there was 14 people in the room and you're standing right in front of me he's like hey hi everyone so uh now i'm it feels like I'm at the Greek theater again with boy, Ron. I'm like, why are you doing this, PK? <laughs> so Melissa Etheridge leaves, you know, and unfortunately her, you know, pride is left on the welcome mat. So she's gone. And then uh, they all go back to the dinner table and PK's like, you can start arguing again now. Now, here's the th- funny thing. Rena always knows how to pivot, right? So Rena has just made a complete ass out of herself. She screamed and yelled in front of Melissa Etheridge. She was wrong. Because Sutton proved her wrong by proving that she sent Harry a text. She looks like an asshole. So what is she going to do? Here comes the victimhood. Bring it on! Ding, ding, ding. (laughs) Victim bail. Victim's approaching. Well, Sutton's like, well, now I'm not even mad at you anymore. Now that I heard that wonderful song about windows. And Rena's like, who cares? I'm sorry. Let's move on. So Sutton's like, what do you want from me? Well, how can I help? And she goes, we're done. I don't want to have to do this with you anymore. You know, my mom's stuff came to me today. It arrived. And so I was like, well, now Liz's just like, I can't, I can't do this anymore. I can't do this. So now it segues into Rena. Well, who, by the way, this pain, I do. I believe this is very real, fresh pain. I actually believe 100% that a lot of well, Rena of acting your out mom died, is this. Know, your mom dies. It's pain. I'm not saying it's not. But, like, but what I did find amusing in this was that the way, like, this scene, I felt, I actually felt like it was a very real moment for Rena. But I also love in her realest moments, she also is such a soap, soap actress. Like, that's how, like, she expresses realness through soap opera, like, language, which I think is kind of amazing. Yeah, so Sutton's, uh, she's like, you know, we're going to let this go now because I have anger and feelings about a lot of things in my life. And Sutton's like, you can put them on me. Just put them on me. She's like, I'm doing the best I can. <laughs> And then so she starts this mom thing, but then she starts this like, ah, ah, but there's no tears coming from the sob. And then so she starts doing the lamb breath. I guess she's trying to hold her breath to start real tears. I don't know what's going on, but she starts doing this like, ah, ah, ah. I was like, okay, you know what? Please just end this soon, okay? Because this is sad. Like, your mom dying is a real thing. But to use it like that, like, to weaponize it after just treating somebody like that again is... Well, I, I, I thought it was funny the way know, like, Sutton... The way, like, the way Sutton's like, oh, it's fine. You blame me. You can blame me. I can take it. I can take it. I'm like, you cannot take it, Sutton. So all of a sudden, Sutton, when she knows it's safe, is like the martyr. Oh, it's fine. Just put it on me. Take it. I am fine with it. It's like you are... 
literally the worst person to take on any of this stuff, Sutton. So Rena's like, oh, I'm so sorry to be doing this in public. And Erica's like, oh, listen, honey, there was only one Jackie Ho. Do it in public if you need to. And she's like, oh. So they go through this whole thing about how um, this is all because Rena's going through a real hard time. And she doesn't even care about this stuff with Sutton. And um, then her lash comes off, which lightens the mood, because they all start cracking up. And they're like, oh, my God, don't let Jamie Lee Curtis fix it. (laughs) (laughs) Gee, is she back? Does she have any more gadgets? And uh, Rena's like, I just need support. And I may act out and do shitty things, but I'm in pain. So uh, they're all like, leave it to Morse Etheridge. You know, and then um, we get a thing, like a black, it goes to black, and then we get a special message. It's like... For information about dealing with having to do the splits every time you go to a party because of a disorder, <laughs> please call. 1-800-Kyle-Kyle-Kyle-Richards. <laughs> and that brings us to the end of Beverly Hills, everybody. Thank you so much for being with us. Um, thank you for being with us on demand, those of you who were here. Hello. Hi. And we Look love you, even. and we will talk to you next time. Bye. Bye, everyone. Watch What Crappens would like to thank its premium sponsors. Ain't no thing like Allison King. Ashley Saboni, she don't take no baloney. Dana C. Dana do. She's not just a Sheila, she's a Daniela. Itchels. Aaron McNicholas, she don't miss no trickleus. Ava Nagila Weber. Jamie, she has no less namey. Sip some scotch with Jessica Trotch. Just saying, okay. We talk to her daily, it's Kaylee. She's always supplying, it's Kelly Ryan. Kristen the Piston Anderson. Let's give a kisserino to Lisa Lino. She's our queen, Marie Levine. Megan Berg, you can't have a burger without the Berg. The Bay Area Betches, Betches. And our super premium sponsors. Always the wiser is Allison Weasler. Somebody get us 10 cc's of Betsy MD. We're taking the gold with Brenda Silva. Don't get salty with Christine Pepper. Better do what she says, it's Elva Enriquez. Can't have a meal without the Emily Sides. Hail the cork master, the master of the cork, it's Jennifer Corcoran. We will, we will, Joanna Rockland, you. My favorite Murdo. Karen McMurdo. Let's go on a bender with Lauren Fender. We want to hang with Liz Lang. The incredible edible Matthew sisters. No one makes us feel well like Megan Cap Sewell. She's cheese on a bagel. It's Megan Ragel. Nancy Cease and DeSisto. Give him hell, Miss Noel. Paging Page Mills. Paging Page Mills. She's the Queen Bee. It's Sarah Lemke. Shannon out of a cannon, Anthony. Let's get racy with Miss Stacy. Let's take off with Tamla Plain. She Ain't no shrinking violet couture. We love you guys.